Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of From Boston to Bama. I'm your host, Alexis Waterworth, and today I'm going to be talking about the do's and don'ts of freshman year. Um, I think this is going to be a good, a good little episode for those of you who have done freshman year, those of you who are going into freshman year, those of you who are maybe not even close to going to college, but, you know, learn young. Um, I have a few different things I want to touch upon about things that I think that experiencing freshman year, like I never would have realized, and just some of the things are super stupid and whatever, and then some of them are definitely more meaningful, more impactful. First things first. Do not get the biggest meal plan at your school unless you plan on consuming like literally seven meals a day. It is the biggest, biggest, biggest waste of money. So at Alabama, you are required to be on the unlimited meal plan or you're required to be on the 125 um, like as a freshman. And I'm on the 125 and I like literally have been begging my friends to like let me use swipes on them. I've donated meal swipes. I've literally walked into the dining hall to just get an orange and like a cup of coffee and like left. Like, that's not a meal, but I have so many meal swipes I didn't use. And then I also had, like, an add-on package that got me meals, like, at, like, some of the restaurants on campus. And, like, I don't know. It wasn't worth the price, if that makes sense. Like, it came in handy a good amount of times. Like, I did use it. But, like, one, all the restaurants I could use it at are fast food. And I just am not a big fast food eater. I just never have been. And then coming to college didn't change that. Um, because obviously, like, I try to eat healthy and stuff like that, like, when I can, and so obviously, like, I'm just not engaging in that much fast food. So, um, yeah, so do not do that. Do not get the biggest meal plan unless, like, you seriously, like, just, like, go crazy. Also, I mean, we have, um, like, kitchenettes, like, we don't have a stove, but we have everything else, so, like, there was ways for me to prepare meals in my dorm, but so even if, like, so I had a microwave, but so if you have a microwave and you're planning on making, like, some food in your room, like, you're not gonna need the biggest meal plan. Also, like, at my school, like, we go out to eat a lot, whether that's for lunch or dinner, sometimes even breakfast, like, we just go out to eat a lot, um, so I'm spending money on food, so it's, like, Having this meal plan that I'm paying for because I have to is so pointless because I literally go out all the time. So I will not be, freshmen are the only people required to be on a meal plan, but I will not be on a meal plan next year because I'll have a full kitchen and like I just, I didn't use this enough to like actually, actually get it. So that's first. Second, do not be a shit roommate. Let's just talk about that. Let's talk about room roommate etiquette. So, you and your roommate do not have to be best friends. Honestly, in some cases, it works out better if you and your roommate are not good friends. Um, Because I think that there is this weird, unspoken, like, level of... It's not, like, a level, but, like, I feel like there's this weird, unspoken rule that, like, you and your roommate, like, are, like, supposed to go out together all the time and, like do everything together like the first couple weeks of school and like yeah like I think that that's cool but like 
you are also allowed to like have your own friends and do your own thing and like if your roommate can't respect that like that's on them and that shouldn't hold you back from doing anything and like you shouldn't have to feel like you're bringing your roommate to everything and you're inviting her to everything if she's not also reciprocating or he's not reciprocating whatever like if you're gonna invite them here 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 well then they should have plans to also invite you to like it shouldn't be a one-way street um be fucking clean like I if you're gonna live alone if you have your own place whatever do whatever the hell you want but like obviously I had my own bedroom but I had to share a bathroom and I had to share a kitchen and a living room so like you're in that case bedroom can be whatever the hell you want but even still like I just like a clean space I think it's a better it's definitely a better working environment it's better for like sleeping all these different sorts of things um but like you know I Growing up, I was very privileged in the fact that, like, I did not clean. Like, I did not clean anything. I did not clean my bathroom. I didn't, I don't do my own laundry at home. I don't wash dishes. Like, I, I don't do anything. Um, say, say what you want about me about that, but that was just, like, how I grew up. And so my parents were like, but you do understand now, like, like you are going to have to clean. And first of all, I think cleaning is so therapeutic. I think it's a great way to de-stress. I just put some music on. I grab, you know, all my supplies and I go and I clean things. I also personally can't fucking stand when there's like crumbs on the counter and like I'm trying to make something and there's like these random crumbs from other things. So like just like if you're going to share spaces with people, you need to be considerate of them and like you have to understand that like it's gross if you have like dirty laundry everywhere or if you have like all these random half open water bottles or cups or if you're sharing a space and you're not washing your dishes or all this stuff um just like all all these different things and so like be a good roommate in the sense of like being clean be a good roommate in the sense of like you like after like week like three like don't expect your roommate to like if you guys are, like, really good friends, that's great. But, like, also, like, start branching out. Like, that's what I'm going to say next is, like, it's so important to branch out and, like, join clubs. Like, every fucking school has clubs. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I go to Universal Alabama. There's, like, a million clubs here. I know for a fact UMass Amherst, UNH, Cornell, Brown, NYU, Northeastern. Like, I know that they all have a bunch of clubs. Like, join something. Like, whether – first of all, because college, like – College is, like, you have so much downtime. Like, come on. Like, really, you do. Because you can wake up, honestly, at any given point that you want. You have no, like, you have your classes, which not even all of them are probably mandatory. And then a lot of people don't work jobs in colleges. And then you go out. And then in between, you do some assignments, and you do some homework, and you hang out with friends. Right? Like, I have... I. I had a really busy schedule because I joined a lot of clubs and I was a part of a lot of different organizations. But, like, seriously, like, sign up for one that, like, meets twice a month. And, like, put it on your resume. That's one huge, huge thing is, like, you have so many opportunities to build a really good and impressive resume. And there are so many people that, like, don't start joining clubs until their junior year when they're starting to, like, look for for jobs or internships or, you know, they're you know, they join senior year or they just, I don't know. And what, what companies are going to look for, what grad schools are going to look for, um, law schools are going to look for is involvement, but then also consistency with involvement. So if you are looking to build a resume and you're like, shit, I didn't do that freshman year, like do not put it off next year. Like join a few clubs because consistency is key. And if they just see that you're a member for one year, it's honestly 
almost as impressive of just not even having it on there. Yeah, like maybe you have some good skills from it. Maybe it's a talking point in an interview, but it's like, okay, you were a member for one year. Like, what did you really do? What did you really contribute? And so obviously freshman year, don't also like don't stick with clubs that you don't like. Um, I very much in high school was like taught and throughout all of life was like, you're not a quitter. You follow things through and you do them. And I do believe in that, but I also believe in like when when your time is up, when you're not getting anything from it, when you're moving on to bigger and better things, when your priorities change, it's okay to not come back the next year. So like I wrote for the school newspaper this year, but I didn't feel like I got out of it what I wanted to. And I have a lot of other things going on. I'm in, you know, higher positions in clubs next year. Like there's just my priorities have shifted. And so I'm not going back. Um, but, like, you, you give it a shot and you try it out. And that's the thing. You just have to try different things. Um, so joining clubs, not being, like, a hermit, like, not, not like, hanging out with people, not, like, talking to people. Another don't is, like, and this was one thing that I really struggled with is, like, don't be afraid to, like, talk to the kids in your classes. Like, I honestly didn't really start talking to kids in my classes until second semester. First semester, like, I literally would show up go to class, do my work, and leave, and I felt like I didn't know anyone in my classes, I, like, felt like I was not on the outskirts, because I feel like a lot of my classes, no one really talked in, um, but I don't know, I think I could have probably met a lot of cool and interesting people, you know, these are people that obviously either have, like, the same major, or same minor, or some similar interest with me, so, you know, there's obviously something that we're already bonding over, um, so I think that was a really big missed opportunity for me, and so obviously, as I go about, um, you know, next year or whatever, I will be making sure that I'm making more of an impression in my classes. I'm talking to more people. I'm sharing more answers because there are so many kids that never share, never speak. And I know for a fact that like when you are the person to speak, to share whatever, they're like, oh, wow, like that's cool. Like I, like I wish I had the confidence to do that. Um, so I definitely think like reaching out to people because also these are people that you can study with. You can ask for help. You can potentially have classes with again. Um, and also, like, class is so much more enjoyable, like, when you have class with friends. Like, one of my best friends was in my political theory class first semester, and then we ended up in micro together this semester without even planning it. And, like, class is so much more fun. I mean, he never really goes. Um, but, you know, when he's there, <laughs> um, it's very good. Um, another uh, – this is a do. and This is a do and a do. Take mandatory – classes and not mandatory classes so like when you're signing up have a good mix of both because and someone once told me this and they said if you can pass the class without ever going to the class what's the point of going and I thought about that and I was like what the hell does that even mean like we go to class to pass and I will tell you that you do not always need to go to class to pass so I'm in honors American literature and there is attendance is not mandatory and the class consists of discussion board posts and discussion responses two essays um miscellaneous slash classwork which is like literally like five ten percent of my grade and then um a final and i have gone to probably less than half of the classes and i have an a plus and i have the only thing left i have a final i have a final and then i have an essay to be graded so hopefully you know my essay does really well, is, like, does well, but, like, I haven't gone to class in three weeks, um, and I have a Tuesdays and Thursdays from 3.30 to 4.45, and sometimes I just go on, like, a Tuesday, and then you won't see me again for three more weeks, and then I'll go on a Thursday, and then you won't see me again, like, 
I didn't really go to the class because I was like, this is one of those classes I don't need to go to the class. I did all of my work. I met with my professor for office hours. You know, I worked really hard on my essays, but I personally didn't gain anything from going to class besides I would do other homework. So when I like knew I needed to get stuff done, I needed to be productive in other classes, then I would go because it would force me to sit on my laptop and like not be on my phone and like actually do something. Micro was an optional class for me, but I... First of all, like I took micro in high school. I didn't pass the AP exam. So a lot of it was really easy. So I didn't mind going to class. It was at an easier time. Like I always had class before it. So I was already out and about. And then, like I said, one of my friends is in that class. Um, and the professor was really engaging and really funny. So that made the class good. Um, I'm trying to think. My LGS class I took was not mandatory. However, she gave extra credit a lot if you went. So there were a few more classes I wish I went to because I would have gotten like a higher grade. Um, but at the same time, like it was nice because it was a 930 and like there were just days where I was like, yeah, like we're not, we're not doing this today. Um, but then I did have my like mandatory classes, like my GBA classes mandatory, my history classes mandatory. And so it's a good, I think you need to have a good mix because there are going to be days where like you have two mandatory classes and a not mandatory class and you're just tired or you have other things going on. Or there's like, there's a lot of events that go on during like school class hours like there's sometimes like lunches um paid studies or like my friends like they won't have class and they just want to go get food or they want to go study or something like that and like I'm like oh well class is a mandatory I don't have to go and like I said then there are just days where you're so burnt out like there was one day I literally had like a huge mental breakdown like at 3 p.m and I'm like yeah we're not going to we're not going to English today this is not happening so I think take a good mix but also know like just if okay, the class is not mandatory to go to, but you don't understand what the hell is going on, like, make sure you go, like, that shouldn't just be like, oh, I don't have to go, like, whatever, like, if you can learn the material without being in class, by all means, don't go to class, I understand sometimes it's a waste of time, sometimes it's not productive, but if you're not doing well in the class, and, like, you have the option to go, make sure that you're making yourself go, because you're going to feel more rewarded at the end of the semester, and, like, you're going to do better in the class, um, Another don't is don't be afraid to do things that your friends are not doing. So, for instance, I'm going abroad next spring, and I think I'm going abroad alone. Like, I don't think any of my friends are coming, um, and I am completely and 100% okay with that. Has it crossed my mind a little bit, like, that I'm probably going to have some FOMO, like, I'm going to be missing out on things? Yes, but I think I'll have FOMO for about three seconds and then I'll be like, I'm in Spain and I'm living my best life and I'm going to be here for the next like whole semester. Like that's crazy and amazing. And so I think so many people don't do things because they don't have people doing it with them. So many people won't go to class because one of their friends didn't go to class. They won't go to this party because one of their friends isn't going to this party. They won't go abroad because they're going abroad alone. And I personally am such a people person. I love to meet new people. And the idea of like basically meeting a ton of new people abroad, like people from Spain, people in my, that go to my university, anyone and everyone, I'm so, so very excited to meet. And so you have to be okay with doing things that your friends are in. None of my friends are in my clubs besides one of them. And I got them to join. Like they, I'm the reason they joined. They weren't already in it. And you have to be okay with, like, doing, doing things alone. Um, but another do is to spend time with people doing mundane activities because I think 
first semester, I closed myself out a lot, and I did a lot of things alone. I ate alone a lot. I exercised alone. Um, I went to the library alone. And alone time is good. You need alone time, and that is something that you need to prioritize. You need to prioritize yourself, your alone time, your well-being. But um, I would literally call my mom, and I'd be eating, and she'd be like, oh, who are you having dinner with? And I'm like, no one, like, whatever. And she'd be like, oh. And it's, one, it was hard because all of my friends are sophomores, and they aren't on the dining plan, so, like, you know, and it's also just they're not on campus as much as I am, so it's just not as convenient for them to, like, come eat dinner with me, um, which then goes back to another reason why I ate out so much, too, is because I had friends that were always, like, eating out, but um, second semester, I think I did a lot more. I worked out with a lot of my friends more. We got into a lot of, like, the cycle classes and things like that. Like, utilize, this is a do, utilize your recreational center, and if they offer any free classes because they are so worth it, they're taught by students um, or recent graduates, and they're just, like, fun and a, like, good way to, like, get moving um, and, like, hang out with friends. And so we would do those together. You know, I started having more meals with them, things like that, obviously, especially since the end of the year when I was like, please let me use my meal swipes. Um... But I also think that maybe in a way, sometimes I think I was a little too social. So I definitely next semester, I think, have a better idea of like how I want to balance things, how I want to be. Um, I also do feel like I'm going to be honest, I ran out of a lot of motivation towards the end of this semester. Um, this semester has been dragging for me. Um, I don't think that this will be my worst semester, like, looking back at college. I mean, if you were to compare the fall and the spring, I would say the fall was a way better experience in certain aspects, but I would also say the spring was a way better experience in certain aspects. Um, so I have a better idea of, like, how I want to balance next semester. And that's one thing, too, is, like, you can't be hard on yourself if you feel like you didn't put in the work in all the areas that you should and all this stuff. Like, because I've been beating myself up about that recently and just feeling like, you know, I don't feel like I was as productive as this semester. But I also think I was productive in different areas. Like, I do think I've worked out a lot more. I think I've eaten a lot better. Um, I've started, like, more hobbies. I was also way more social this semester. Uh, I felt like I built really good relationships. I was also managing an internship, a job, and multiple clubs and classes all at once. And I think I've sorted through, like, what's really worth my time and what's really not. I won't have an internship next semester. So there's a lot of different changes happening next semester. So I'm just going to take this semester with a grain of salt and be like, okay, maybe you didn't you know, maybe you didn't put in all the effort when you should have, but that doesn't discredit all the effort that you did put in. Because obviously I did put in effort. I did try hard. I have been working hard. Uh, but I also feel like everyone around me is at the same point where it's just like, there's literally six days left of the semester and like everyone is just ready and eager to go home. Um, another do is to make sure that you are like prioritizing yourself you're prioritizing your well-being physically mentally and emotionally this is a really hard time in life like you are learning how to be independent you are learning to do everything on your own you are learning so much about yourself so much about life um and I think that it's important that you take time I do this every every week I have a self-care night on a Wednesday um and usually also on Sunday, because I don't believe that Sunday should be complete reset days. I think that you should have a reset day throughout the week, and then maybe Sunday is a way more chill day, or Sunday can be as fun. You can go out and do whatever the hell you want, um, but every Wednesday night is like a chill 
I'm usually in or I'm in for most of the night and like just do some self-care, you know, read a book, do some homework or whatever. Um, another do is I would invest in some sort of planner or a calendar. I originally was doing like a paper like pen planner at the beginning of the year, but I've found that Google Calendar is my literal go-to. One, because it's on my phone, so like if I'm not on my laptop, I'm a very big laptop girl, I love to have my laptop on me. Um, I just prefer doing things on my laptop. Um, it's so easy to type things in, so easy to keep things organized. Um, I have everything color-coded from internship to work to this, that, the other thing. Um, and it really has helped me, especially when trying to make plans with friends and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, actually, like, I have this at this time and this at this time. And they're like, oh, okay. Um, so it really depends on who you are and what you're about. But I would definitely... Um, I would definitely invest in some sort of planner to keep yourself organized. Um, don't go literally fucking crazy. Like, and by that I mean, like, do not go out every night of the week just because you can. It's not worth it. You're going to go broke. You're going to feel awful. You'll probably look awful, too, if we're being so completely honest. And you're just not going to get anything done. And if you get in that mindset that you can just go out every night of the week and, like, whatever it's a it's really hard for people to balance that I know there are people that have gone 4.0s that went out almost every night of the week whatever it's it's possible it's definitely a reality however it's a very hard reality I feel to obtain and so you need to have balance you feel to say no that's a big thing you need to be able to say no to plans you need to be able to tell people hey like no I have assignments to do and you also need to surround yourself with people that will be supportive of that you do not surround yourself with people who are going to make fun of you, make you feel bad for having work to do, for having stuff to study for. You have, you need to have friends that are like, okay, well, we'll miss you. Like, well, we'll see you like tomorrow or the next day or whatever. And like, you let them go out, you let them have fun. And then you join them the next time that you can. Um, I think way too many people just say yes because they feel like they have to say yes. Um, and that is not the case. And then my last to do is to just truly, truly, truly enjoy it. Um, the fact that this year is literally over for me is so incredibly bizarre because I, I like, I don't know. I feel like I don't remember life without college. I don't remember not being in Tuscaloosa. I mean, I do, but like, I know it's been such like, this has just been my life, like waking up, going to classes, spending time with all my friends, like living completely independently and like, absolutely loving every minute of it I've loved freshman year as a whole all of its challenges hardships successes triumphs like everything I've loved every single part of it I am so incredibly grateful for the experience that I'm having um and like I I am appreciative of everything that's happened to me um for me whatever like it's it's really it shaped me to a whole different person and I do like who I am um there's obviously areas that I'm improving on there's areas I'm working on but I think that I've come out a completely different person than I went in and that makes me really excited for the next couple of years and like how I'll continue to grow and change and so I think that that's really important is to just like have an open mindset about college have an open mindset about things that are going to happen things are not always going to go your way things are not always going to be fun and dandy and fun 
things are not going to be like the way that you see TikTok days in my life. Like, no, like there's going to be days that are really fucking hard, that suck, that you just cry, you can't do anything, you're unmotivated. Like, it's going to happen, but there's also going to be those amazing days where all you do is laugh all day with your friends and you don't go to sleep until 4 a.m. And you have to just understand that every single day that you're here is a valuable day. It's an important day. It matters in some aspect, whether it's just because you're living your mundane life, day-to-day activities, or it's because, you know, you're it's a special occasion, special party, a very memorable day. Uh, but you really do only get four years. And you need to make the most of them in any way that you can. And so anyone that's coming to college, like, please, please, please soak up your freshman year as much as you can. And then obviously every year after that, um, I do want to live so much more in the moment, so much more present um, in next semester. And not that I don't think I was, but I think that I can be more present. And so with that being said, that's like what I want to do. So there's a lot of do's and don'ts. Um, Some of them you know, are a lot easier than others, but I think everyone's college experience is going to be a little bit different. Everyone's going to navigate things, but these are just my my tips and tricks for navigating your first year of college, and everyone that's taking their finals, I'm so, I'm so happy for you um, that you get to experience this with me, uh, but I'm wishing you so much luck. You're going to kill it. Um, anyone that's, like, getting ready to come to college, you know, you're you're finishing up your senior year. All your graduation activities are coming up soon. Soak those up too because those are very important. And those are very fun times. Um, and then anyone that's thinking about college, come to the University of Alabama. You can say you know me. Just kidding. Um, but I really do love it here, and I would tell anyone to come here. Um, so, yeah. So, with that being said, I hope you guys all have a great week, and I will talk to you from Boston. I'm so excited to go home. Oh, my God. Finals week needs to be over, and it hasn't even started. So, I love you all so very much, and I will talk to you in the next one.